Last week, you may remember that we heard those three parables in Luke 15, and what we saw was that those three, parab those three parables, what they do is they, at, at its core, they reveal the Father's heart. We saw the woman who flips the house upside down to look for the one lost coin, or the shepherd who leaves the 99 sheep to go search for the one who's lost, who's broken, who's wounded, who doesn't know where to turn and how to get back home. The Father's heart, to get back what was lost. It's who God is, that's his heart. And we talked about last week and how that needs to become this church's heart. And so we began last week of taking these few weeks of what we're calling uh, vision casting and kind of laying out on why this church ex exists. Why does Notre Dame, the corner of Gulf, Chicago, and Norfolk, why is it here? And we answered that question last week, and really the answer of uh, the vision for Notre Dame moving forward is to offer every person a life-changing encounter with Jesus so, so that all might be rescued and have abundant life. So this week, to go deeper there, three things. Rescued people, rescue people. What does it take? Then third, to listen. So first, rescued people, rescue people. Three years ago on July 14th, so 2019, a man by the name of Fred Pepperman was vacationing on a beach in Florida with his, with his family. And while they were enjoying an afternoon on the beach, one of his daughters got caught on or in a riptide. You know, what a riptide is, is a riptide is a very strong current that's found in oceans, they're hard to detect, but it, it sucks the water from the shore back into the ocean. And the current in a riptide is strong and it can be extremely dangerous. In any given year in the US alone, there's about 100 people that die in a riptide. So two of the other daughters noticed that their sister was struggling in the water, so they went out to go help. But when they went out to go help their younger sister, they also got stuck and caught in the riptide. And so Fred Pepperman, the father, he hears his daughter's faint cries from the shore and he swims out to go rescue them. And he reaches the first two daughters, he's able to get them out of the riptide, onto shore, but the third daughter, not so easy. Him and that daughter, at this point, they've become, they've grown weak, battling the waves and battling the current. And as he's fighting to keep his daughter's head above water, he was eventually able to push her out of the riptide and she got safely to shore. But as she did that, he, Fred, drowned and died. And the reporters, and there's an interview afterwards with the daughter who was saved there and she shared that her father's, or her, her last words to her father were, Daddy, help me. Of which the father responded before he drowned he says, I got you. Riptides are unstable, they're fierce, and they can sometimes pull one under and have them drown. Life, real life, as we all know, 
can be unstable, can be fierce, and it can sometimes pull us under. We looked at all those numbers last week of the decline in life expectancy, the increase of hopelessness and despair. We, 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 we said, and what we believe here is that outside of God, there's no hope. We talked about Shiloh, kind of spent time on Shia Buff last week. That was him. That was, that was his life. Outside of God and without hope. It all starts with listening. It all starts listening to the faint cry. But not the faint cry out there to the people that we need to reach. All the numbers that we talked about last week. What's the cry of your heart? What's the cry of your heart? Maybe, maybe we're here this morning and we've begun to take on some water for whatever reason it is. For, 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 for maybe no other reason other than our frail humanity is prone to fall. Our frail humanity is prone just to be weak. What's your cry? Because the Father hears it. He hears it. And not only does he hear it this morning, he's also, he's also does something about it. He rescues. We hear in our second reading, Paul is writing to Timothy. And as we're talking as a parish, our vision moving forward, Paul writes to Timothy and gives God's vision. In verse four, Paul says, God desires all to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. He doesn't will some to be saved. Some, some faiths believe that God wills some to be saved and to go to heaven, and he wills some to go to hell. God wills, as Paul says, he desires all to be saved. And he goes on and says, for there is one God, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all. So Jesus entered the unstable waters, if you will. Like Fred Pepperman, Jesus entered the unstable waters that is life. So as to rescue, so as to save, so as to deliver us from hopelessness, from despair, from emptiness, from sin, from hell, from death, from Satan. We've been, we've been ransomed. It's what he's done. We've been rescued. And Paul to Timothy last week, we didn't, we didn't have time to preach on it last week, but this is a continuation from last week. Last week we heard Paul tell Timothy, he says, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And he says, of these, I am the foremost, Paul says. But he, was, but he mercifully treated me so that in me now, Christ Jesus might display all his patience as an example for those who would come to believe him so that they may have everlasting life. Or as we're saying, as they may have abundant life. God uses rescued people to rescue people. So secondly, what does it take? As we spend time 
talking about Shia LaBeouf last week and his experience with the Capuchin Friars and how he had that life-changing encounter with Jesus, how his heart, just spending time with them, his heart began to, to break open there. And we said that there's a lot of Shia LaBeoufs out there. And we said that we're convinced that God wants to use you, to use me, to use this parish and to say, who will go out and get them? Who will go out into the waters? Who will go enter into the riptide? And to take them by the hand and show them this is the way out of the riptide. This is the way out of the strong current. This is the way to him who ultimately is who your heart longs for and seeks after and craves for. Who will go get him? And the place to start is simply by telling people that their life matters. I'm always amazed of whether it's in the hospital, whether it's in my office, whether it's just out and about, of the look on people's faces when I tell them simply that their life matters. So many are, are, are waiting to hear that, not only to hear it, but for us to show them that, that their life matters and for them to experience it. That's, Shia LaBeouf had that experience of it. He didn't just hear the gospel, which he did, he read through the Gospel of Matthew and he talked about how these, these people opened up and helped him out and catechized him. But he, 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 he talked about how it was the fact that, he, just in the fact that they shared, his, they shared their laughter with him. They shared their ice cream with him. And in the process of that, he mentioned the fact, like he, he said, I knew I wasn't judged. I knew that they didn't want anything from me. And I think sometimes the reality is that we can be, I can be, and I've had to repent of this in my life, I can be so, we can be unkind and we can come across as harsh, come off as judgmental, especially in this combative culture in which you live and in which people are just go at each other's throats. We think like, we think, well, I, like, I've got to get, I've got to let them know, I've got to make them know where I stand, or I, like, I've got to make them know the truth. And that is true, like, that's important. Paul's writing to Timothy and he says, God wills everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So truth and salvation go, like, they're connected. But the goal is not to win arguments. If you win the argument, but lose the person or lose the relationship, then so what? Because the goal is not to, to win arguments. The goal is to win hearts. And that takes time. That takes people knowing that we actually care about them and we don't see them just as a project. But that's what it takes. And so lastly, maybe the thing for us to do is, before we continue this next week, the things for us to do this week to next week is to listen. For us to listen to the faint cry. First, the cry that we hear in our hearts today, to hear it, to notice it, and to know what it is that he's done about it, that he, that he rescued, that he saves, that he ransomed me, that he's given me life. And then it's all to listen to the faint cry of others. And for us 
to grow, to be ever more aware of it, to be ever more attentive to the faint cry out there of others who need to be rescued and to come to a life-changing encounter with him. In a world where the riptide is strong and it's getting stronger, Jesus desires all to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And he uses rescued people to rescue people. 